0: Hey guys, it's me. I wanted to pop on here and just kind of give a little intro to this episode. This is part two of my Aunt Tracy talking about the loss of her friend Tangie due to suicide. I wanted to give another trigger warning. Um, I did put in the title last week's episode, but just wanted, you know, this one talks about the aftermath and everything. Um, And I just wanted to come on here and. Kind of hit on a few things. If you haven't listened to part one, please go listen. Um, it'll give more of an explanation. But in this episode, we're talking about the last day she spent with Tanji and just kind of the aftermath with work and everything like that. Um, and I just—you'll hear in this episode. But out of everything, 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 or anything you take from this episode, please, please take what Tanji wanted. Um, All she wanted was for her abilities to show compassion and, and be good people. And that was her one of her last wishes. And if we could just all be good people and show a little more compassion to people like my aunt said in this episode, maybe we could prevent some of this from happening. I also want to just let you guys know that you're never alone. I know I'm like, message me, reach out to me, but I genuinely mean that. Um, And we will get you help. I will do whatever whatever I can do, give any resources I can. Just know you guys are never alone because I know a lot of us have been there. And it's been hard. And we've had to dig ourselves out. And luckily, we have dug ourselves out. But trust me, I know how it's like to be there. And you know you're so narrow-minded, and everything's dark, and you feel like you have nowhere to go and no one to talk to. But I'm here. I have resources in my Instagram bio. My Instagram is at sincerely Eliza. Um, message me for more resources, whether it's for you or for somebody else, or just to have. Um, each and every one of you means so much to me, and you matter to me. And seriously, like. I don't want any of you feeling the way that I once felt or, like, Tanji felt. Um, just please know that you're wanted and you're loved. And, yeah, I just really wanted to head on that. But a big thank you to my aunt um, for sharing this story about Tangie. Um, I will have their links in the bio to their Twitter. and to their podcast but I just again wanted to thank her because it meant so much to me we had a few unrecorded moments where I was just crying my eyes out <laughs> and um, it's a really touching story guys and it's hard to listen to but again I just I want I want us to all learn something and if we take anything just show compassion and be a good person happy listening Alrighty. So now I kind of just want to talk about the aftermath um, of things, how it kind of played into work because I know a lot of stuff was going on at work um, and just within you and, and how you felt after or how you still may be feeling. I, I think it's important for people to kind of know what goes on afterwards.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is like, even with Tanji, she planned everything to the T. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't want anyone to have to be burdened with any of her final resting plans. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a lot to do there. But I just, I think that when you get in that spot, it's hard to see how it is going to affect the people you leave behind. So I, I'm really glad that you're touching on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aftermath, you said you wanted to start with work, right? Yeah, <laughs> it seems to,
0: seems to be a... <laughs> like a common factor here that we're talking about and I know
1: yeah yeah so the hardest thing about that was the whole way that I found out that Tanji had passed Mm -hmm. was the day after so it would have been the 15th our boss called me because she knows she knew that Tanji and I were extremely close and talked all the time okay and she told me Tracy Tanji hasn't signed on for work yet have you heard from her and i'm like Tangie's never one that would ever miss work regardless mm-hmm. of how miserable work was she always worked and so i climbed into my car in my jammies my slippers i was looking miss. Mm-hmm. don't know if i had a bra on or not right you were you were out the door <laughs> i was out the door because you're like this is this is weird my friend don't even know if i hung up the phone and it was i got to the freeway entrance and by the time i was on the and turns her up, I knew she was, I knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like cause she wasn't answering my calls. So my texts were going unread. So you hadn't heard from I her knew. that day. Yeah. It was, but it was seven o'clock in the morning. So it wasn't unusual to not hear from her. Okay. But as soon as work told me they hadn't heard from her, I started mm-hmm. like blowing up her phone. Mm-hmm. My texts were going unread. It it was just very unusual. So by the time I pulled up to her apartment, I knew something was wrong. Yeah um so i reached out to her mom and that's when her mom told me what happened mm-hmm. so i guess the reason i'm telling that part of the story is to say i am the one that ended up having to tell my work what happened wow. and that tanji had passed so i go from them saying tracy we are so sorry we so, we're so sorry we know how close you all were yeah to the next day i was required to attend a mandatory zoom meeting for our work where we were all being told that Tangi had passed and they required you to be, they there. required me to be there. And this was the next day, the next day. And I'm like, it was just kind of, I know that you've had loss too. And when you first get that news, there's that shock factor mm-hmm. and then it starts seeping in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, hadn't even been able to even start to comprehend what had happened when they ripped the band-aid off again and made me have to listen to this news all over again yeah it was like it was literally pouring salt into the wound absolutely absolutely like it killed me yeah and then you have all these fake people in the team in the team's chat that have been horrible to her, they're like, no, no, you know, and ultimately even to this day playing the victim Mm -hmm. thinking that they were her best friend. And, you know, I had a lot, I had a really hard time with that. I had a hard
0: time with being forced to sit in that meeting because that was just as bad as hearing it the first time. And these were the same people that were making those like slight comments at her and remarks. Yes.
1: They were in the meeting also. Okay. Yes. And they're the same people that were the subject of her three-year-long um, complaint mm-hmm. with our ethics and compliance department with nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is, is, you know, we're always told that bad things have to happen for things to change. Right. And ultimately, the sad thing is, is that is the exact truth. I mean, I think that had Tanji not passed that nothing would have changed up there. Yeah. Even though very little has changed now, mm-hmm. um, there have been some changes, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. it was hard for me when I was in that, I'm still in the grieving process. Two years later, I'm still in the grieving process. I don't fresh. know if I'll ever be out of the grieving process, Yeah, but to have it be super fresh you know, just buried your best friend and now you have to go back into a building and sit and work in the same room mm-hmm. with people who were horrible to her that, you know, might not have been the sole cause, but played a major part in it. You know, like you and I have talked, if you have one or two things going on, you can deal with it. Right. But you pile three or four things on top of there mm-hmm. and makes it to where it seems like you can't get out from under it. Right. And... So you have those people that you see played a part in her death mm-hmm. and you're having to sit and play nice with them at work. Now it was very difficult.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: I'm surprised I still had a job at the end of it.
0: Yeah. You were angry.
1: I was very angry. Mm-hmm. And then even after, and the sad thing is, is that in that meeting we were told that Tangi pass, we were also told by management that no one is to speak of it. Mm -hmm. because, like I said, for three years, she'd been filing complaints that the job did nothing about. So I think a lot of that was covering their butt. Yeah, It wasn't, don't talk about it because Tracy's grieving or don't talk about it because it's suicide. It was a, we're not going to talk about it, period. Because they didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. And because the investigation was still open. Mm -hmm. And the sad thing is, is that ultimately yes it led to like a mass exodus there were everybody that was involved with that situation no longer works for the company except me yeah that's wild like within a matter of six months i think i was telling you i went from 14th in seniority to like third or fourth in seniority overnight (laughs) and while it made it easier for me and i felt like because after she passed, I never stopped fighting for her. Like Mm -hmm. I fought to the day that last person was out of that department. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'll be damned if y'all are going to get away with treating people like that. Yep. Um, And I wouldn't, I'll never stop fighting for her. I will fight for her until the day I die. Yeah. You know? And while the key players are no longer in the department, the issues are still in the department. Mm -hmm. I mean, because there's, things that are said to me there's things that are said about me and other people and it's just like you said like you don't know what people are going through Mm -hmm. and if you're up here talking about my friend and the fact that she committed suicide and is no longer with us you need to be sensitive to people yeah I mean come on yeah (laughs) It's not that hard to say you need to be sensitive, Mm -hmm. you know, because the last thing those people need is to hear you spreading gossip and rumors about their friend. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean, that makes it so much harder because you're already grieving. You're already having to deal with this loss. And now you're hearing all these rumors and gossip about your friend. Right. And people making remarks at you as well. Yes. Yeah, So you're not only having her back still, but you're also having to have your own back. Yeah. Yeah. I guess
1: you would say that. But I've never been one to, like, I don't back down from a fight. No. I've (laughs) I've always got my own back. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just sad, you know. And you and I were talking and we were, because I have moved on. There's, I will never forget her. She was a key piece of my life mm-hmm. and very in- influential in my life. So I'll never forget her. And there was a time for probably the first year, I was very angry at her. Yeah. And I remember I would just sit in my living room on my balcony or wherever, and I would just yell at her because I was so angry at her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And because I'm like, I was a good friend to you. And I You could have talked to me about anything. Yeah. You know, and I would have had your back. And it just made me angry that she would make those choices for not only herself, but for me and her family to have to deal with the aftermath. Mm -hmm. I was very angry. And then I had guilt at feeling angry. Because she's not here. Why should I shouldn't be angry at her? Yeah. So I had that anger and I had guilt at her. I was angry at people at work. I was just angry. So just a, a lot of emotions
0: of anger. Tons of them. (laughs) Like, I'm surprised I did not need Bill many. Like on, like, the little, what is it, the Inside Out movie, the little angry dude? Yes. That was you. Yes. You were just all anger. Yes. Yes. And it came from a place of hurt.
1: It came from a place of hurt and I think a place of love. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, you know, we went from, there were some things said at work that I even took to my boss. And. My boss, I remember being told by my boss, okay, so long story short. I told my boss, if I have to go back into this building and see these people who played a major role in the events that unfolded, mm-hmm. you better make sure that they don't even look my direction. Yeah, like you keep them on the other side of the room and they be told they they do not even say hello to me, yeah, because it's not gonna be pretty. And I was told by my boss, Tracy, we're going back in the office and you're just going to have to learn how to deal with it. So basically suck
0: it up, buttercup. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't tell anybody like in that situation, but you're still grieving mm-hmm. and to be told to suck it up and deal with these same people that made these remarks to your friend and we're making them to you. And... Yeah.
1: And that's like when you want to just tell your boss, no, you need to learn how to be a better boss.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's
1: like you don't tell someone that and Mm -hmm. I don't care what they're going through you just it's like Tanja always used to say just be a better human being Mm -hmm. you know just have some compassion Mm -hmm. and she was the epitome of that and I think through all this like and I think that maybe that's a part of what I was missing and why she was brought in to teach me some compassion Yeah. and to teach me some forgiveness because I have a big issue with that Mm -hmm. like when I'm hurt or one of mine is hurt. I have a really hard time forgiving. Yeah. So maybe that's what I was supposed to take from her mm-hmm. with some of that compassion.
0: It's crazy that she taught you it, and that was the same thing that these people weren't showing her right. was any sort of compassion. Right. And now, I don't know. It just blows my mind. Is that the- I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. It also blows my mind that it just speaks to what kind of person she was, that she just wanted them to be good people. Yeah. She didn't want to wish bad upon them. You know, she wanted them to be good people and just be better people. That's all she wanted. You know, and
1: even in the end, because I'm not going to go in detail, but, you know, she left notes. and Even in the notes, she's like, you know, if this is what they need to be better people – I just, even at the very end, she just wanted them to be good people. Mm-hmm.
0: And I just can't fathom that. Yeah. So, so how do you how do you feel now two years later?
1: I'm no longer angry at Tanji. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I have even worked on no, I'll say I'm still a little angry at work. Yeah, just it's good that I still work remotely mm-hmm. um, because I think that my work has done very little.
0: Yeah.
1: As far as it's been two years. And in that two years, my boss has never sat me down and said, Tracy, how are you doing? Like no one has ever asked me, are you okay? Yeah. And we've had this discussion. Sometimes you just need someone to reach out and say, are you okay? Because there's sometimes that I need to tell you, no, I'm not okay. Yeah. Yeah but I'm not going to volunteer that information. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have to ask me, Yeah. you know? And like, I had a really hard time with, after with people saying, I'm so sorry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm so sorry. Cause I think that's our go-to and we don't know what to say. And I feel like in this situation, I would have been so much better if someone would have just walked up to me and said, you know what, this really sucks. Yeah, And I'm really sorry that you're having to go through this shit. And if you need me, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I may not completely understand what you're going through, but I know this is a really sucky
0: situation. Yeah, You know, and that would have meant so much more to me than I'm sorry. Just somebody to kind of just reach their hand down to where you were at and say, yeah, like I'm here with you. It fucking sucks. Yeah. But we're going to get through it. Yeah, if you need me. Because sorry is, I feel like sorry is kind of like a band-aid. That we put over when people are grieving or, and sometimes we genuinely just don't know what to say, but I think that's why it's important to have, uh, like discussions like this is because you don't really know unless you've been around somebody that's going through it or have gone through it. And so if we can get this out there, um, you know, and, and whatever situation when somebody's grieving or going through something, sometimes you just need to say, yeah, that fucking sucks too. Exactly. (laughs) And it, it can just fucking suck, but you can be there for them. Right, and that you can just hate the world together for a little bit. You if know, you need or to. even
1: you know this really fucking sucks. Do you need a cup of coffee? Yeah, uh,
0: exactly. You know,
1: just just some compassion.
0: And I and, think that's something that I hope everybody takes from this conversation is that compassion is very important. And absolutely, a little compassion is all it takes to be a good person.
1: Well, and a, a little compassion is also all it takes to maybe change somebody's mind. Yeah. You know, I had maybe those people at work shown her a little bit of, bit of compassion. Maybe Tanji would still be here. Yep. You know, and I think it's also important to note that when you go through something like this, you're always gonna second guess. Yeah. Like for the last two years, I can tell you up until probably six months ago, mm-hmm. I would relive the last day with Tanji daily looking at red flags that I missed, you know, and I think another band aid people always use is you couldn't have changed their mind. Mm -hmm. If they wanted to do this, they're going to do it. There's nothing you could have done to change it. Yep. I get that. But that does not change the fact that regardless of if you couldn't change their mind or not, you're still going to relive every interaction with them. And you're going to beat yourself up over red flags that you might have missed. Yep. And I think that that is just a normal part of our grief process mm-hmm. and it's something that you have to work through mm-hmm. and to constantly be, be told stop looking for those because stop beating yourself up because you couldn't have changed it. That didn't help me. I yeah. just, I just needed to know that I what like I was feeling make was it, okay. I feel
0: like it would make it worse yeah. for people to tell me that.
1: Oh, I got that on several occasions too. And, but I know that that was just part of my process. Yeah. I had to process myself. Tracy, no, no one would have seen that by what was set. Right. You're just looking at it now with what has happened and actually seeing in the past and saying, oh, okay. Yeah. Because you don't see those flags when they're actually being set at the, mm-hmm. in the moment. So, but it is, I feel like for me, I can't speak for everybody, it's normal. You're going to relive that and you're going to. Beat yourself up over it.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So you just have to realize that you were a good friend. And you absolutely were go forward. Yeah. You know, if it means that the bully that was mean to her during every suicide awareness, is it month or week? Do you know?
0: I think there's a month. Is it a month? And maybe a week.
1: It's but you week. know, when when you see that bully posting every suicide awareness, I think it is month. It is a month about how they've lost a September. dear friend to suicide. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I make no, I I will still, I will have Tanji's back five years from now yep. when this bully is still posting that. And I will continue to post, no, don't you even, because you know what you did. Mm-hmm. You showed no compassion. Mm-hmm. You were not a decent human being to mm-hmm. her. So I I point out to her and that may be bad on my part because maybe I should show I will never be able to show compassion to those people, even though I probably should.
0: Yeah. But I will tell you right now, I will never be able to. I don't even know those people, and I find it very hard to even think about having compassion. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and guys, um, this week on their podcast, they are going to be talking about, what are you going to be talking about?
1: Uh, We're going to be talking about forgiveness and how sometimes it's okay to not forgive
0: people. And that ties in great. To this conversation. So make sure to listen to their episode. Um, It'll be dropped by the time you guys hear this.
1: Yeah, it'll be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll be dropped by the time you guys hear this. I'll put their link um, to their podcast in the description. Um, Is there anything else you want to say while we wrap this up? No, just that I love
1: you so much. I love you so much.
0: And thank you so much for sharing. I, I hope you know how much it means to me to share something so personal. And, I mean, we've even talked outside of this, guys. But what you heard, I just... I really hope you appreciate it and I just want you to know like how thankful I am that you're bringing awareness to this and willing to share your story and willing to just share Tangie with us and she just really seemed like the most fantastic person. She
1: was an amazing person. I
0: feel like she's listening to us right now and she's like you get them.
1: she She was like one of those people that she would be in mid conversation with you and if she said anything that reminded her of a song, she would break into song. It was like living with a
0: musical in your life every I day. I love that. <laughs> I feel like we all need to live like Tangie. I think so. Like we, be compassionate. We could
1: start out, what would Tangie do?
0: There we go. All right, guys. Hashtag What
1: Would Tangie Do? And
0: they're going to be getting a Twitter page their podcast, Sister Full Circle. So I'll also put a link to that in the description, and we can start a hashtag What Would Tangie Do? That would be amazing. Let's do it. We're going to go global. We are. We are. You guys heard it here first. (laughs) But I love you so much. And thank you. you, Thank you guys for listening. And she'll be back on the podcast. She she comes to visit to record their podcast. She comes from Utah. So show that.
1: You're going to be on my podcast.
0: Absolutely. When I get
1: big time like you. Oh, girl.
0: (laughs) But thank you guys so much for listening. You know, I appreciate each and every one of you. And so does she. And make sure to go show them some love. Give us some feedback on Twitter. Message me. And we will talk to you guys next time. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.